I'm back with a brand new series called Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits. Check out Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits on Lifetime every Thursday night. Check your local listings. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hey, I'm Teresa Caputo. You might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people call me that? Well, I talk to the dead. My job is to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they are safe and at peace and that there is more to life than this. This podcast gives me the opportunity to share my gift with more people than ever before and to give all of you a better understanding of how I communicate with spirit. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Hey Spirit. So this week I had the pleasure of sharing my gift with Lacey. And the thing that I loved about her experience today was her loved ones reminded her and reminded all of us that we grieve and mourn losses, whether it be a death, a divorce, we grieve that. And we have to allow ourselves to feel that and to know that Sometimes the signs and symbols aren't as clear because we are just so broken or so lost in our grief. Or we think the sign or the symbol is going to be this, where we miss them right in front of us. And as always, reminding us never to lose our faith. I hope you all enjoy this week's episode of Hey Spirit. God bless. Welcome to Hey Spirit. Thank you. <laughs> Very nice to meet you. Your name is Lacey? Yes, yes. And where are you from? Tucson, Arizona. I love Tucson. I love Arizona. Absolutely love and obsessed with Arizona. Everyone knows that, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I saw you when you were here, and I and I think afterwards you talked about it, and I was like, yes, maybe she'll come back. <laughs> yes. It's an absolute pleasure to meet you. Even though you've been to my show, like you just said, if you watch Long Island Medium or even listen to Hey Spirit, I always like to give a little quick speech on how I connect with the souls of the departed and what you can expect over these next few moments. My wish for you is that you know that your loved ones are still with you, just in a different way. I want you to know that all the things that you sense and feel are real, that it is their soul, that that is a soul bond that can never be broken. And we still have that connection and you still have that connection with your departed loved ones and to know that they are still with you. And also to give us the encouragement to embrace life with as much happiness and joy as we possibly can, even though we've lost the most important people in our lives. There were actually three souls that stepped forward as soon as I entered the other side. So um, I'm going to start with the mom that is departed. So if your mom did not pass, is it your grandmother? 
There's actually a grandmother and a lady who was like, like a, mom? a grandmother, a mom to me. Yeah, both. Yeah. They make me feel that bond. And then there's also a younger male with them. Now, young for me is someone that left the physical world before we feel their time. Your grandmother told me that she has the husband with her. So is that her husband or it would be your husband? Um, could be either. Both. It could be both. It could be both? Yeah. Okay. Did you lose your husband? Yeah. And how do you connect with the chest? I just got this. So I got this pain. So I'm going to interpret this two ways. I first got this pain. So I felt like I got this pain right here in the middle of my chest, right in my heart. Uh And that's usually my symbol for someone passed from the heart, lungs, or chest. But I literally saw just like a broken heart and I just felt shattered inside. So I don't know if that's the way that you feel and or, or it could be both, if that's how he passed from something of the heart or and or the chest. So his death was actually put as accidental. So um, he could have passed away from like a heart, but it was it was ruled accidental. Mm-hmm. Um, but it could be a broken heart because it was so sudden. Okay. It validates the suddenness also of the departure. First of all, he's showing my symbol for medication. So was he on a medication or taking yeah. something? Uh, both. Okay. Both. And I don't know because he looked at me and took a medication bottle and threw it against the wall. So a lot of times when spirit does that, that's my symbol for, they felt that it wasn't working. They took it improperly. Now, when I say improperly, sometimes people don't take their medication that they're supposed to, yeah. or they don't take it, pro- whatever it is. But then he showed me Benadryl. So that's my symbol for when they show me a prescription bottle and then Benadryl, it's my symbol for that they took something that they did not realize that might cause a death or realize that, and he wants me to use the term, which I typically don't use, cocktail, that would ever think that he would have died from that. Do you understand that? Absolutely. I always like to share, this is what I mean about their personality. Souls do not, first of all, come through that quickly stating maybe how they died or what happened or right away. Cause right away I saw the mother figures right there and it was almost like, this is how I felt. Okay. And there, and it was almost like they immediately like separated and allowed him to like, no, 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 look who we have here. Look who we have here. And I think it was also important to show that all of the souls were together, even though they passed differently for whatever reason. But there's something interesting about your husband, Lacey, on how he made me feel. He made me feel like it's almost like you know, without anyone telling you that it was accidental, no disrespect to his departure, this was a freak thing that happened. He has me back to the heart. And it's almost like he literally made me feel like you felt every day how much he loved you and vice versa. And he says, I don't want you to forget that. Now, there has to be a reason why he wanted me to say that to you. There has to be a reason why he wanted to make me feel that. But what I want you to understand is that it could be, yes, we did. Or is it something where you were like, oh my God, I started to question everything in my life. I started to question my relationship. Did he love me the way that I did? Whatever it is, he's making me feel Don't you ever question the love that I have for you 
But more importantly, he even had me say to you, and vice versa, I knew how much you loved me, how much you cared for me, how, that you would do anything for me. This is why I say how I channel is so important because I understand, listen, at the end of the day, crap happens, right? We we might have, and, and I'm not saying that this happened or this isn't what he's saying to me. I'm just using this as an example. Like things happen. How many times do we say something to someone and then they pass away and then we're like, oh my God, this is, this is what they thought or this, these were my last words or whatever it may be, frustrated or, or what, I, I don't care, whatever it is, it's your business. I think we're literally five minutes into your session. He made me feel everything that you needed to feel, what you needed to hear, right within these first five minutes of, of your reading. And these are the things that freak me out because there's no way I would know any of this, correct? No, no. no. And it's so weird because we were together 27 years and... We would always talk about if one of us died first, we would make sure or do symbols to let them know we were there. And I tell everybody, since he's passed, I haven't felt him. I don't feel him around. I don't know he's there. And But do you see, is that because you're so broken? See, I don't think, this is the other thing that I find amazing about spirit. Not realizing how by making me feel this broken heart or how broken or shattered you are, right? That we have to be reminded because sometimes when we're so broken, it's hard for us to see the signs or sometimes to even be like, well, how could that be him? We question it. Yeah. We question it. He's like, yeah, I even told it. Like, I'm just going to, again, <laughs> hypothetical this. I told her if I was going to come back, I was going to come back as a, as an eagle or a red cardinal. And she sees them every day. And she's still like, oh, I don't know if that's him. He's like, Teresa, <laughs> I'm doing the signs. I'm doing the signs. <laughs> he did. He, he would tell us he'd come back as a hawk. And we, we always see hawks in random places. And, and I don't think hawks are common. No, no, no. So know that that's his way of validating. The signs are there. Yeah. I'm leaving you the signs. Sometimes we're, A, so broken, don't know what to do. Whatever it may be, know that it is him. Know that it is his soul letting you know that he is there. And it's okay that you didn't notice it because sometimes we are just so heartbroken. Yeah. He just said to me, he goes, sometimes Teresa, she just imagines that I'm at work. <laughs> well, like, it's almost like, and how could this be? How could this be? How could he truly be gone? Yeah. Uh, always, always. And, and I laugh. Everybody today was like, I wonder what he's going to say, you know, because he was so, he, we were so close and he was so protective over me and our family mm -hmm. and, you know, just moving on since his death, everybody has been mm -hmm. so curious. What is, what is he going to say? What is he, what is he <laughs> going to tell you? Is he going <laughs> to, but here he is right here reminding you that I am right by your side. 
Yeah. And sometimes that's all we need because how he's making me feel in this very moment is like he has never left your side. And you know that. You just needed that validated. To know that you're not crazy, it's not your imagination, that it truly is his soul. Do you have children? Yes. Okay. I have three. Do you, uh, look at what you just had me write, three. <laughs> so know that he says you have always done the right things by our children. And it's the hardest thing where you say to him, am I doing the right thing? What should I do? Yeah, always. Do you have boys? No, three girls. Okay. So how do you connect with the boys? Do you have nephews? No. Okay, um, who are the two boys? So you should... no, no. Well, I've dated two boys since I said. Uh, so he's a, li- he's a little sneaky because he first said to me, he first showed me that you needed to know that he was still there and to remind you of his love. And then he showed me you moving on with someone else that he support you trying to move on with someone else. Oh, wow. Fair enough. So I said to him, I go, all right. I go, well, let's, you know, let's take one thing at a time. Like he's got to do all of it now. Like there's no, everything's got to be done. I'm putting it all on the table and I'm telling you, Teresa, what we need to do. So was that his personality? Yes. He was very wanted stuff done right when he had it in his head because his head was going 500 miles a minute all the time. And a lot of times souls will have me beat around the bush. There's no beating around the bush with him. He literally, so after I wrote the three with the children, he had me write two and then boys. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And he goes, that's a mild way of putting it. (laughs) You know, a lot of times souls, if someone moves on with someone and things didn't work out, they might be like, well, there are different things that a soul might say. He's making me feel like those were necessary, uh, I'll, I'll say relationships at those times, because I felt one, it kept you distracted. Does yeah, that make sense? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I felt like I learned a lot from those relationships. Yeah, I About did. myself about what I really want from myself and my children or what I want in a relationship moving forward. And he made me feel like that you discovered that it is going to be completely different from what you had with him. And it needs to be completely different because and then he's making me feel like, yeah, cause I was one of a kind. Like <laughs> there's nobody, it's almost like, you know, I don't know if you can connect with this or if this is how he's getting me to say this. You ever see the part in the movie in Aladdin, that song, you'll never have a friend like me or you, you never meet a friend like me? Yes. Yes. That's so funny. <laughs> I always think of him like whenever, you know, I, I, I'm with somebody or what, I, I can just picture him saying, yeah, you can date them there. But when you get back to heaven, uh, yep. it's all over. <laughs> 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 but you understand, like, it'll be like, you'll never meet a friend, like, you'll never have someone like me. You know, it's just, Absolutely. and I think that that's one of the hardest things that, and I think it's whether through death or even, even through divorce, that you mm-hmm. find that your relationships are not going to be the same. And more importantly, like that it is okay to move on from that. Yeah. Well, did one of your daughters have a hard time with the one of the relationships? 
Yeah, she did. My oldest. <laughs> yeah. And I felt like through that, she also learned, oh, you know what? My mom needs to have a companion. Like, I feel like now she looks at it differently. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like, I think each of the girls had a different relationship with their dad anyways. Mm -hmm. And so when I did meet these two, I think um, it was a different relationship with each of the girls that they have, that they had with her. Now, did one of the girls who graduated since his departure, I don't care if it was from elementary school to middle school, middle school to high school, high school, it, it's just some type of moving up in school. So the middle one went to middle school. Okay. So he had me write down the number eight. So can you connect with the month of August, uh, the eighth of a month, uh, or if it's connected to how long he's gone, being that he was talking about the girls, maybe an age or a grade. Um, I'm trying to think, cause we were really big on numbers, like the eight, um, you shall be in eighth grade next year. I don't know. No, no, no. I can't misinterpret the number eight. Yeah. No, no, no. So yeah, I'm I like to, to move on. That's fine. You, I actually like when you can't connect with something right away. And then <laughs> later you're going to be like, what are you kidding me? How could I not read? <laughs> or maybe one of the girls were eight. Maybe someone was in eighth grade. Or if you can't connect actually with the number eight, then it becomes my, my symbol for the infinity symbol, my okay. meaning for the actually, infinity symbol. The youngest was eight when he passed. I don't okay. know if that. Yes. It has to be either an yeah. age, a grade. And then did one of the girls ask for a tattoo for their dad? I actually got a tattoo for him. Okay. And they but were did all one with of the... me when I got it. And was there something about infinity? Because he keeps telling me that from Toy Story, infinity and beyond. That's Toy Story, Toy Story. Disney's always been a big thing for us. And so Toy Story was one of the movies that he used to watch a lot with the girls. Yeah. Perfect. Look, I wanted to make sure that I interpreted it correctly. Again, when they want to talk, when Spirit wants to talk about the infinity symbol, they say to infinity and beyond and they show me Toy Story. Toy Story. <laughs> So knowing that he knows of the tattoo that you got in memory of him. And mm -hmm. I don't know if one of the girls were talking about it, thought about it. Cause he keeps showing me handwriting. So I don't know if you actually have his name or an actual handwriting. Yeah. It's his handwriting oh. that I got on me. Yeah. Validating that he knows what you had done in memory of him supports the choice and decision. And I think it's also something to, enforce that no matter what happens, no matter what goes on in life, he is going to be right beside you. 100%. His soul supporting you and also wanting you to know, he says, I want you to stop going over the day that I died and feeling that if you saw something, said something, did something, stay, I don't care what it is. He says, I need you to stop doing that. He says, I want to thank you for always reinforcing to our girls how much I love them and how much each and every one of you meant to me. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. He literally looked at me and said, you know what sucks about this whole thing about me dying, Teresa? <laughs> now, would that be him? Yes. 
Yeah, it would be. Now I'm doing this over 20 years. A soul has never said that to me before, or I can't remember a soul saying it to me. And then about to what to say is like, the thing that really sucks about it is that they're all questioning my love for them. But here we are back to the very beginning of the reading of him making me feel as if someone just stabbed me in the heart and I had this broken heart. And now I know why it was so intense, not only because it, it was your husband, but your three children. It's almost like I am going to triple the amount of pain, the sadness and sorrow that he's making me feel because this is the burden that you carry. You feel that you carry all of the sadness of your girls because their dad died. And he says, and no matter how, it always circles back to how much we loved each other and the beautiful life that we had. And I don't ever want any of you to forget that, to question that, or to think that I wanted to end my life. That was not the case. And you know that. He goes, you didn't need, and he, he goes to me, he's so played. He goes, and no offense, Teresa. He goes, but she didn't need no autopsy and she didn't need you to tell her that. <laughs> I go, I'm not, I'm not taking any offense. But what I love is that he's reminding you. Yes, this is why I love what I do. I love what I do because what he is doing is validating for you and reassuring to everything that you feel and that you know and that you believe. Yeah. And again, no way that I would know those things. No. And I, you know, since he passed, it's it's always a constant question if he knew or, you know, always questioning, you know, what if or could I have or does he know? And so the fact that, all of these things that you're saying are questions that I've been going back and forth with. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. When you have an extra hour in your day, what do you like to do? Sometimes someone might just take a nap, meet up with a friend for a cup of coffee. I think a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time, right? The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you see it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy has helped me in so many ways. It helped me with positive coping skills, how to set boundaries, and lately therapy has really helped me with my time management. I'm a grandma now. It's a lot, working and being a grandma. And especially lately, therapy has really helped me find time to manage my insane schedule. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HeySpirit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash HeySpirit. I typically don't share my own personal 
feelings with my clients because I yeah. don't, it's irrelevant how I feel, but I, I think that it's important, something that I learned from what I do as a medium. I think it's just easier sometimes if someone is sick, we did everything that we could, they weren't themselves, right? And even mm -hmm. sometimes, even if someone is sick, people have the same thoughts that you do. Was there some, what if we did this? What if we did that? Maybe if I said this to the doctor, right? So at the end of the day, this is why I always say to people, and I don't know if this is right or not, but why I've learned from spirit is that at the end of the day, it's almost like I don't care how your loved one died. And I don't mean that in a hurtful way, or it's not that I don't care. Of course I care because of what I, the work that I do, but it doesn't matter because I don't think it matters. I think it just, sometimes we're able to rationalize and make ourselves feel better the way that someone passes. Does that make yeah. sense? Absolutely. I love what he stands for today in saying, you have never once allowed the way that I died to define who I was, or more importantly, my love for my children or for you. And I don't want that to start now. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, no. He, Absolutely not. He was, you know, an amazing person. And unfortunately, he dealt with a lot of, you know, issues that were very easy for people to judge or, you mm -hmm. know, criticize him. Mm -hmm. And but you never did that. You always stood by my side. You loved and respected me and loved me unconditionally the way that I needed to be. He said, do you know that I almost died years ago, Teresa? I almost died years ago. Is that correct? Yeah. He was in the hospital and he was on a, a I don't know what there was like, not really life support, but a, like the, a machine to help him okay. breathe and and yeah, so it was like, it was probably three or four years prior to his death that he was in the hospital trying to um, get through and survive and he made it through. He says, and you, even through that, you continued to support me. You were there for me. You never judged me. And here's the other thing. No matter who you are, no matter what you do, people are going to judge you. I don't care. It's, it's life. It's what people do. You know, my mom has this favorite, this famous saying that she always says, she goes, don't judge. You don't know the whole story. Don't judge. And that's something that's very easy to do is to judge. What's not easy is to stand by someone and to love them and to respect them and to love them unconditionally the way that you did. And what I love is how he says, and even with our children, you always reminded them of who I was, not what I did, who I was as a person, as a father, as a husband. Yeah. They, and the beautiful thing is that that's the memory that they will always have of him. And that's what they should have. That is their father. Yeah. That is their father. And I think that, yes, it is easy for someone to sit back and to judge. Yeah. 
I don't know if you were thinking of moving or like doing something different in your life. Yeah. I mean, I always am thinking of like what's next or what mm-hmm. to do or how to move forward, you know, and everybody always has an opinion. You need to go talk to somebody. You need to go, you know, and I just, I knew that I just needed to feel him or hear from him or do mm-hmm. something in order to release it. He made me feel like Lacey, you, he, he called you Lace, by the way, <laughs> yeah. you know exactly what you want to do. You're going to know in your soul. You will know what is right. When the right time is to make maybe quilts or blankets out of his clothing. Donate oh some of his I just, I just had a blanket being made for our daughters with his shirts. Nobody told you when the right time to do that was, right? You no. did. Your soul, your heart told you. He just looked at me and goes, how did you know that, Teresa? I go, because you told me. <laughs> He's showing me like all of these new beginnings for you. So I don't know if it's a new job or a new, like a new community. Like he keeps showing me like this gated community. So I don't know, were you thinking of moving or do you live in a gated community or something? No, um, somebody that I've been dating, um, lives in a community, but I'm not huh? thinking about like, that's okay. <laughs> Listen, that is, is the, not where we're going. Is <laughs> this all yeah, very but, new? <laughs> okay. But here it is. Is this something that again, validating that this is something quote unquote new? Yes. Right. So yeah. we're dating someone new and I feel a little bit more mature. Yes. So we made yeah. me feel, he literally looked at me. Did he like to curse? He, oh my gosh. I, that's why I'm surprised he hasn't cursed because he was like a sailor. I'm trying to be. And he goes, oh, this guy has his shit together, Teresa. And I'm like, I'm trying not to curse on the podcast, okay? I'm tr- really trying. When I said before, I think I said crap. And I'm like, oh, they, you know. And he's like, no, yeah. this dude has his shit together. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I know. That's what I was like. I'm like, please just don't be respectful. Like, <laughs> He's been being very respectful. But I love the way like he already showed. Like, I put it all out there. Like, this is what I have to say. This is what, because literally I felt like the first two minutes of you reading it, he was like, okay, I'm done. She knows. And I'm like, okay, wait, that's not how it works. You're going to go a little bit longer. <laughs> right. But that would be him. That right? would be him. Yes. That would be him. That would be him. So I think that he's saying, and, and I feel like that, I don't know. Did you have the conversation with this new relationship? Like, I just want to take things slow. He made me feel like the other ones, we kind of jumped in really quick and it was like, ah, this one, it's like, you know what? He made me feel like this one has real potential. So we're going to kind of take it slow. We're going to really get to know each other, but I feel like I'm friends with them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we knew each other in high oh, school, but I obviously perfect. was with Carlos in high school. So we didn't, um, and then we reconnected and, and, you know, there's kids involved. He has kids. I have kids. So it's, it's been a slow process. Yeah. But he's making me feel like everything is separate. It is. How would I know this? <laughs> Saying you're handling it correctly. Right now you are handling everything the way that you need to for yourself, for your girls, and even for him and his children. Yeah. Very important. 
Okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> Cause I'm always questioning. But you know what he says, but this is the problem. He goes, she, he goes, Teresa, she thinks too much. He goes, like I said before, she, I showed you the Eagle and the Hawk and the, and the red Cardinal. Like she still questions it. He's like, she's, even though she feels content or, you know what this feel, look, just because this is now doesn't mean that it has to be for a lifetime. Yeah. He says right now, he says, let's live in the now. Let's live in this moment. Your husband just said to me, it shouldn't have been up to me to tell you what's right for you if we were divorced. You are the only one that is going to know that you are the only one that's going to know when the time is right to kind of introduce him or involve whatever it is, you're going to have to feel comfortable with that. But he's making me feel like this is completely different than your other two relationships where you're really taking it slow. Correct? Yeah. I mean, slow. I mean, the kids, they did, they have met him, but they, uh, it's slow in the, in the fact that like, I'm not, um, rushing to, right. you know, do anything. He says, look at it right now as just someone to do things with, go to yeah. dinner, go to the movies, whatever it may be. I literally like said to him, I'm like, how dare you compare a divorce to a death? He goes, but Teresa, it's still, you still go through the same things of, of a morning. You're still mourning the relationship. You're mourning the bond. You're mourning the family unit. If that makes sense. Yeah. Somebody had a conversation with me recently about that, about, because I was really angry one day and I was like, I don't think he understands. Like, you know, here I lost Carlos, but he still has his ex. And, mm -hmm. and they told me, they said, but you don't understand his loss is like mourning the loss of his family and his relationship, even though wow. they're not past. And right. so it took a lot for somebody to say that to me to finally realize that, you know, okay, maybe he understands on a different level what I go through. And, and here's the thing. Your husband literally, I literally said to him, how dare you have me compare a death to a divorce? But here's the thing. It's the same thing. Even when we lose someone, I'll use your husband as an example. You and your girls, the only thing you have in common is that you lost the same person. The way that you feel, the way that you grieve is going to be different. Nobody's right. Nobody's wrong because your relationship was different and it's the same thing. And it's almost like I admire the way that he's being and saying, you know what? Be kinder to yourself with this. He says, so know that I support you. Know that I love, honor, and respect you always. And I will continue to show you that I am with you. He goes, oh, what about the time that you felt me in the bed recently? When you felt someone was laying next to you or got into the bed, did that happen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Know that that was his soul. Did you guys just do something very unique at Christmas or have you done it in the past? Because he just showed me the uh, Christmas ornament and it said dad and it was like an angel. So that's my symbol for like if the girls made one or you do a new ornament every year. Well, this year we used to do like Harry Potter theme because that was our thing. But we did something different this year as kind of a change. Um, so we changed like our theme, 
And the girls are always putting things, you know, for him, you know. Whatever it is, whatever it is that was different, unique that you did in in memory of him or you even thought of him knowing that he, again, supports the decision. Was there an issue with the lights or something? Like, I almost feel like I put up the lights. I'm just using this as an example. And it's like, we plugged them in like, oh, great. Of course they don't work. He he would know how to fix them. Then all of a sudden they, they just worked. So lights was a big thing for me this year. I, he would put them up outside and he had put up these lights, these solar lights that I just left up after he passed and they're not working. And I just didn't put up lights this year. And I would tell people like, he put them up. I don't know how to do it. I'm not going to do it. Like (laughs) he would do it. And so Mm -hmm. I just didn't put up lights this year outside. And I tried to get those darn solar lights to work and they wouldn't work. And I remember like cussing him out in my head, like you should be here to do this. <laughs> and, and yeah, that was, that happened this year. Validating <laughs> that he hasn't left you. I always say things like this happen when they're supposed to. It's not a cliche statement of that things happen for a reason. Things happen when they're supposed to. It's not a coincidence that you were chosen for the podcast. Anyone that appears on Hey Spirit, I always say their loved ones had a role in this. If this happened six months ago, it might not have served you a purpose. It might not have the effect, the positive effect or the exact peace and comfort that you need today than it would have six months ago. I know. I told, I just was telling my mom or my my daughters, we had watched you forever. Like there was, we, we just have always watched you and his dad had passed away, gosh, about 13, 14 years ago. And he used to always say, and he didn't have closure with that death. And he used to always say, the only person I would trust would be Teresa, the Long Island. And, and so then when he passed, I just remember thinking like, that would be the only person I would trust. And there's no way in heck that I'm ever going to get the opportunity to talk mm-hmm. to you or see you. So, and here we are. But I want to remind you that I want you to start to trust yourself. That's why I love what I do to be able to give you that space to trust yourself, to trust what you're feeling, what you're sensing and to believe in that and not to lose your faith. Yeah. So know that he did have a huge hand in this today and this was his gift to you. It's almost like to your new year, your new beginnings. Yeah, I believe it. I do. Well, I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity and allowing me to share my gift with you, but more importantly, for trusting me with the souls of your loved ones. And he just said to me, he goes, tell her I love her too. So I don't know if you said to him, I love you. And then he says, and tell her, yes, I am with my dad. That makes me feel so much better. He goes, my dad still isn't much of a talker, Teresa. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, but he talks more than ever. (laughs) (laughs) well I appreciate this I think this was the right time and everything that I needed 
mm-hmm. in order to just move forward and on and not let go, but just, just move on. I wish yeah. you all the best, Lacey. And thank you so much for all your support. Thank you. And I wish and you I- all, all the best and God bless. Thank you. And I hope this year is everything that you need it to be for you as well. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. My name's Lacey, and I'm from Tucson, Arizona. When you're in the moment, you're just kind of in the moment and trying to process everything that she's telling you and internalize it. But then when you go back to think of the things that she's telling you and the just the little things that she says, it's just, it's surreal. It's amazing that these little things that you know come from that person that nobody else, especially Teresa, would know, you know, about your life in these moments. It's an incredible process and it's an incredible gift that she has. And I'm still like sitting here, just pro- like I wrote down things that she said that in the moment I knew that I had to write down, but but didn't really, I was just trying to hear everything she was saying. And now when like she talked about in the beginning about him coming through and talking about like Benadryl and, you know, the way he passed and and I was just listening to her, but when I think about it, you know, he used to take Benadryl all the time because he couldn't sleep and it would help him sleep. And, and you know, the way he passed, he did. He passed by taking something that he would have never thought would have ended up, you know, ending his life. And it was magical and at the same time emotional and <laughs> healing. And I just, I'm so grateful for this opportunity. Like, I, I think it's going to be part of my own healing process as well. She brought up a blanket that um, I just recently started. The, I have the old, my oldest daughter. Hers is being made right now, and the other two are in the process. And we're using his shirts to make it. And nobody, nobody really knew that. I mean, it's not something that I shared with anybody, especially on social media, you know. And and so, like, that was one of the moments where I was just like, wow. And then it was funny because the way that he spoke, he was. <laughs> He would, you know, he would use words that were probably inappropriate sometimes. And and so she was talking and finally she said, did he cuss a lot? <laughs> and that was him, you know, he was. And so it was just little moments like that where you're just like, wow, you know, it's it was really, really cool to see and now reflect on. Because when you're in the moment, you're at least for me, I don't know how other people, but for me, it was. I was just trying to take everything in and now that I'm able to sit back and just kind of reflect it, it was it was really magical. The number 8. I just think of like my youngest daughter, she was 8 when he passed. I think now I can just be open and really experience life the way that I need to without him. When she said, you know, my two grandmother figures were there but there was this young man with them. I think that moment was just kind of like like he is here, he's going to be here and I'm going to get what I need from this. 
I mean, that was huge for me. I'm really, really grateful for this opportunity. Hey guys, if you're loving Hey Spirit and my new series on Lifetime, Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits, you might love my live show, Teresa Caputo Live. Check out my website at TeresaCaputo.com for tickets and to see if I'm in a city near you.